Conversation with deep implications. I'm your host, Nate Pearson. And I'm Ronald Taylor. And this is our debut episode. It's a very exciting time. And I can tell you it's been a struggle to get this off the ground, but we're here. (laughs) We made it and we're excited. Uh, So, to cover what we're going to be doing is we are going to be taking different situations that people are dealing with, and Ronald and I are going to be giving you. Advice. This is not certified medical advice. If you need therapy, we encourage you to go and yeah, take what sure. you need. But this is just a kind of a, a talking, like a little corner, you know, a coffee shop corner where we're just talking, giving you some advice and just talking through some issues. Yeah, he's got the coffee. <laughs> um, coffee cup for those just listening. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, for those of you who do not know me, uh, I said my name, but my name is Nathaniel Pearson, Nate Pearson, and I am also a host of the Small World Podcast, which is the parent company for this Small World Media has just been launched and we're one of the branched off podcasts. So if you want to hear more about me, um, you can hop over there, listen to our initial episode. We've got a lot of details about my life. Ronald, would you like to say anything? Yeah, so I am Ronald Taylor, uh, Ron Taylor, Roe Taylor, whatever you want to call me is fine. Uh, I am a student pastor. I work at New Bethel Baptist Church in Henderson, North Carolina, and uh, man, we love it here. And I'm also a part-time customer service rep, donning my uh, my headset right now, coming in clutch. And uh, and yeah, so I also I have done an episode on Small World. And so if you guys ever, you know, just want to hear me talk for an hour, you guys can uh, go click on that episode and check it out. Uh, fully endorse the, the Small World Company as, uh, as mom and dad <laughs> of Small Talk. So, yeah, we're super excited. Yeah. Um, and so uh, not to put herself into too niche of an audience, I'm an ex-youth pastor, ordained minister, and Ron is a current youth pastor and hopefully to be ordained soon. Next week. Yeah, next yes, week. That's crazy. So good, yeah. To soon be called Revron. Revron, um, baby. <laughs> Revron. So good. All right. I got to change my, my IG handle. Yeah, that's going to be fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But this is, um we're, we're going to be coming to things from more of a biblical worldview, but we certainly have advice for all. And mm. this week, we're going to be doing, doing mostly stuff off of internet forums, and that'll be mixed in here and there. But if you have anything that you would like to be discussed anonymously, please submit it, and we would tell you how to do that at the end of this episode um and each week you'll have that opportunity to hear from us all right you ready to jump into this yeah let's do it yeah and as a as a precursor i have not seen any of these so i i don't know uh we haven't done any like lead work or anything like that i am hearing these for the first time and i know nate hasn't done much prep i think a lot of it is just like him getting you know material for us to go over and then we're just gonna Fly by the seat of our pants. Yes, I've been proofreading, but by no means have I been sitting here and dwelling on what I'm going to say for each (laughs) one. But we're going to hop right in. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So this one says, owning a gun is a quote unquote deal breaker for my girlfriend. I told my girlfriend I want to buy a gun because the world seems to get crazier every day and I would like to be able to protect myself if I was in danger. My girlfriend says that is a deal breaker for her. She doesn't want to live in a house with a gun in it. She has never been shooting and probably doesn't know a single thing about guns other than that they have the capability to kill people. I like to try and educate her about guns and etiquette, but I don't think she would want to try. So I'm basically at a fork in a road where I can buy a gun or keep my girlfriend. 
Way to go, Nate. The first question that we have is gonna is gonna split our audience in half. I just want to get get down to it. Each question I'm gonna We're divide gonna it a little to, bit more. Getting down to brass tacks over here. We're gonna have two listeners by the time. Gun control. Let's talk about it. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, it's. What do you think, Ron? That's a lot. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's tough because you know you're you're dealing with two things here. You're dealing with the the gun control aspect and gun control conversation of whether people should own guns or not and two you're dealing with a relationship yeah you know? and so that that's pretty tough and obviously like i don't know if she it, it doesn't really dwell on if she's like anti-gun or if she just like is kind of weary around guns you know she might just be uncomfortable around guns and doesn't want him to own one um excuse me <coughs> but I don't know. So I think the the biggest thing in that is like, man, in the utmost, try to have that conversation to begin with, you know, because I think he said, yeah, we haven't had that conversation, but I don't think she's going to be down with that. You know, well, you don't know if you you don't know till you try, you know, what were you saying? Also, how far are they into this relationship? Right. Yeah. Because like if you're at a point where you're choosing between your gun and a girlfriend, it doesn't seem like it's that that deep you know yeah like if it came to a gun or girlfriend for me personally if it's a deep relationship i'm going with the relationship but also that's one of those conversations as you said you need to have early on just because it's it's important oh yeah Um, yeah because you know i think if you kind of dig a little bit deeper into that relationship or even in that conversation you know a lot of the the gun control conversation or anti-pro-gun conversations they're kind of, you know, they kind of sit in two separate parks of like what you believe, period. You know, like yeah. not not exclusively just pro-gun, anti-gun, but they kind of like lead to a lot of other, you know, beliefs that people have, just statistically speaking. And so that would also like, yeah, you definitely want to have that conversation of just like, maybe you guys should be talking about other topics too. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. On what you agree on yeah. or not. You might want to see if this is a relationship <laughs> worth pursuing at this yeah. point. Um, yeah, no doubt. Just not and, because... Uh, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. I'll say not because you know you don't care for each other, but ultimately, it's hard to build a relationship when you don't agree on much. I mean, oh yeah, it's going to be a very rocky, tough time. Yeah, absolutely. And like getting all of those, like, I think people people have it flopped right now where they want to be in this relationship and kind of like, oh, I'm just going to avoid all of these hard conversations until we get married. And then they get, then you get married and crap hits the fan because you're like completely anti each other's ideologies. And it's like, well, what do we do now? Cause like we're married, you know, like we're stuck with each other now, you know, at least yeah. we sh- we should be. And we're going to work through this rather than if it's, you know, leading to divorce or, you know, before marriage leading to a breakup, that would probably have been a lot healthier than a messy divorce or a messy marriage, you know, an unhappy, unfulfilling marriage. And I'm not saying, obviously, that the gun conversation is the, the unfulfilling marriage. Um, I, you know, I definitely, I am, I am pro self-defense. Um, I, I am not opposed to, you know, the right people having a concealed carry. Um, I think if you actually do your research, you do see that there's a lot of vetting that has to go through you getting your concealed carry uh, in the state of North Carolina, at least. And so I am, I am pro that, but I'm also pro healthy relationship, you know, so if it's like, Hey, like, really, guns is the only thing that I'm really uncomfortable with. Like, there, there does need to be that. There, there does need to have that conversation to happen. Um, so, yeah, that's really yeah. what I have with that for right now. So, 
All right. Well, on to the next. This one says, what's my next move? I finally worked out the courage to ask out my crush at the dog park. I asked her if she'd like to get coffee or go for a walk. She said, yeah, let me get your number. She even made a big deal about spelling my name right. We said goodbye, and I went on my way hoping to hear from her, but we didn't plan anything in that moment. Weeks go by, and I don't get a text. I see her around, and we don't talk, but she greets me by name. We make eye contact, and she smiles and waves. I also unexpectedly bump into her where where she works, and she greeted me with and was super friendly. Is she rejecting me, quote-unquote, nicely? I wanted to give her the benefit of the doubt, and maybe she took down my number incorrectly. What's my next move? I feel like this is obvious, but, you know. Uh... Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> At the dog park, too. Um, yeah, so she took his number, and so he doesn't have her number. He, she just got his number from yeah. him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> was that a strategic move? Oh, yeah. I think, <laughs> I think she was – it seems like she was just being nice. You know, but I also like as a male, if you're seeing this girl all the time, like grab a like grow a pair of cojones for a second, if that's allowed to say, <laughs> and like and talk to her, you know, like man, it's it's so funny. It's like if if literally you had a a one on one physical interaction right at the dog park, and you guys like you she got her she got your number from you, and you guys said hey let's do something together. I don't I don't think it's weird at all the next time that you see each other be like hey like you know I just wanted to follow up like you did you still want to do something uh yeah. or you know or not <laughs> well um now I think he's kind of or he or she um I forgot what it said has kind of put them you. into a situation where it's going to be awkward um yeah. if they bring it up because they've seen him several times oh since. yeah, uh, oh, yeah. So. I mean it definitely is going to be way more uncomfortable now than it would have been had he like said that the first time you know um, I think he definitely, I think he definitely friend zoned himself, like, with not saying anything the first time. But I would still say that it's worth saying something. You know, like I would, I would rather live with the knowledge of like saying something, and then if I get denied again, I can just be done with it. <laughs> yeah. Right. But it's like if I don't say anything, there's a relationship that it could have happened, but it didn't happen because I didn't say anything. Yeah. You know. And my my advice is just chin up, um, push through, and learn from the experience. Uh, yeah, it doesn't. I guess mean, that was a lot nicer than grow up cojones. <laughs> you can't completely <laughs> say you've this chance is ruined. You're just yeah. in a tough situation now, and it's going to take some fighting to get out. Um, but yeah, no. yeah, I mean, hey, worst case scenario, you just tell her how you feel and that you like nothing crazy. Don't confess your love, but <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be kind of you know see her at the dog park and be like you know i got your you give me or you got my number and i just i really love you <laughs> you know don't it's don't like we've that. seen each other seven times since then and had three <laughs> passing glances and one red like really awkward smirk but you waved like for twice. It all. i love you <laughs> yeah oh man well all right so i uh, hope good luck with that if it hasn't been resolved already yeah good uh, luck random citizen we're this, rooting for you this one says going out alone, question mark. 
So, long story short, I have no friends, at least not in the city I currently reside. I have no one to go out and do fun things with, and I've decided to stop waiting around and just enjoy life by myself. And before you ask, no, I'm not a weirdo, bad friend, drama queen, etc., lol. I've even used Bumble BFF, Facebook meetup groups, (laughs) etc., but connecting with people on a real level is difficult as a young adult. I prefer spending my free time with people I connect with on a non-superficial level, and I can truly let my hair down and be myself around. Anyways, I haven't been to a baseball game in years, and there's a Braves-Nats game I really want to go to and attend. Is it weird for a single woman to go to a game alone, question mark? Does it come across as desperate? I don't know why I said question mark, because it was a question mark. Uh, <laughs> so, so, and it's funny, though, because that didn't, that didn't come across weird at all to me, because in my friend group, whenever we say things, we'll sometimes follow it with question mark. <laughs> so, like, so we going to go get food, question mark? <laughs> and so that was, like, totally normal to me. Uh, so, one, uh, go Braves. Uh, two, so Braves, if you ever want to be on the podcast, more go than right welcome. And, uh, and two, man, YGG, like, man you go girl doing it on your own uh one i would say carry pepper spray (laughs) or some kind of defense mechanism per our first story (laughs) and nextly the reason i nextly is not a word but we're gonna go with it the reason i laughed when you said bumble bff to to not (laughs) to not to not turn off any people that may be on Bumble BFF, but when he said that, I heard Bumble BFF. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, it took my brain a second to, like, realize you said Bumble BFF, as in the app for friends. And I didn't so, even know that existed. I, I didn't either until I'd, like, pieced it together after hearing Bumble BFF. <laughs> <laughs> Bumble BFF. Um, all right, yeah, and, you know, of course, I'm not giving out um, – reddit usernames or uh instagram usernames or anything so these people won't know this advice is directly from them but if you're in this situation and you're you're a girl or guy out there and you don't have any friends don't be afraid to go out and do stuff i can tell you i made i I made the difficult decision to go see a movie by myself one time great experience because (laughs) like you don't you know how like you're watching a movie with someone and then a good part happens and you look at them and you feel like you're reading their reaction if you're in there by yourself like in a theater you are free to do whatever you want react whatever you want it's like your hair down great time (laughs) great time yeah i you know i i really haven't um done much of anything by myself except for traveling like on the road um and and that you know just getting gas grabbing food whatever but man if you like if you're not in a situation where you're around a bunch of people going somewhere by yourself is such a big deal because it's like one you get to enjoy what you would have been missing out on otherwise and two like man depending on where you're at man you could bring in friends (laughs) you know like i think people with the technology age happening now like you know, you, you hear stories of people meeting their boyfriend and girlfriend in a bar, right, instead of on an app. And obviously, like, I'm not condoning going to a bar all the time as a pastor. But, man, like, going out to a baseball game, going out to a restaurant, going to the movies, going to a park, like, you can meet people and develop friendships and relationships that way. And I think that's so healthy and in ways a lot healthier than, you know, trying to put off a persona that doesn't really suit who you are on the Internet, you know, or even – potentially getting catfished by somebody else so 
and I will I will agree, being a young adult is one of those hardest times to like yeah. go out and interact because you're you're right out of college, so you you missed or you know you may not have gone to college, but either way you're out of high school, um, and that's a place. Those are places where friendship is abundant. Normally, um, mm-hmm. you have the opportunities like around every corner to meet somebody, whether it's someone you're you're sitting by in class or someone you meet meet up with in a club or something. But once right. you're out of that, and it's just your job, especially with more and more remote jobs. Your chances for human interaction shoot way down, you know? Yeah, COVID has really done a number on just people doing school from home, working from home, doing everything from, you know, home base. And it's like, man, it's that time. Get out there with or without your mask, but go meet some people. You know, go have yeah. fun. Go enjoy yourself. That's what you got to sure. do. Uh, so this one says, my mom wants me to go to summer camp, and I don't know the, whether I should agree to. You're talking to two youth pastors here. So uh, she keeps summer saying camp all day. <laughs> she keeps saying that I need to learn something like an instrument and a sport and arts and everything. And it's stressing me out. I don't know whether to say yes and agree because it's supposed to be a break and I don't want to waste it. But I feel like she's right. And I should learn something because she says I need to go to university and have a good life. So I don't know. And I'm sorry if I'm unclear. It's not just a phase, mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So yeah, I, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm a little confused with that because they're talking about summer camp versus like learning an instrument or a sport, very different, or things. something. So is this like a summer, like an entire summer summer camp, uh, or is is it a sport or instrument summer camp? It sounds like <laughs> or, the mom just wants them to do something that's going to show up on a application. Instead of going to summer camp, or no, no, they they, their mom wants him to go to summer camp. Okay, so maybe it's like, well, you haven't learned a sport, played a sport, or learned an instrument. You need to go to the summer camp, type of thing. Like you need to do something this summer rather than sit at home. Right. I think I that's you. kind of vibe I'm getting think, off of it. Yeah, yeah. I say a little. That was a little confusing, but yeah, go go with what you're gonna say. I say go. I mean. Uh, I was always hesitant to go to summer camps growing up. Like, I only went to one or two. But when I went, I had the time of my life. Um, they're great experiences. It's just I know it's scary because you don't know what you're going to be doing. One minute you might be playing paintball, and the next you're in the middle of a canoe. Uh, it's, but, yeah, what do you think, Ron? Instantaneous. Yeah, <laughs> instantaneous. You just teleport into the canoe. It's crazy. Job. Full paintball gear and everything in the middle of a canoe. <laughs> Yeah, I uh man, yeah, for one, I would definitely say go to summer camp. I mean, I can think I look back, the first time I had gone to to camp was like like a an actual summer camp was like two thousand seven when I was in the seventh grade. And it was like an outdoor wilderness camp. I was pretty anxious about it, um, just because we didn't know anything about it. Like it was our youth pastor's first year there. He's like, Hey, we're gonna go to this place. I'm not going to tell you anything about it. If you guys like it, we'll go back. If you don't, we'll find another camp. That's vague. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it was, dude. Like, we had, I mean, we had no knowledge whatsoever. And we ended up going, and it was nuts. I mean, like, as soon as we pull up, there's staff, like, banging on our windows, like, screaming, <laughs> jumping on top of the bus. That's like, either the most exciting I mean, or terrifying experience. Oh, yeah. Or both. <laughs> you know? It was, like, exhilarating. But, and through that, man, like... It, it was incredible. It was like one of the most incredible experiences I ever had and then proceeded to go every year and ended up working on staff there. You know, like one of these things that was like an apprehensive decision that I could make to go to a week of summer camp ended up, man, 
I end up, you know, really getting saved, like coming to the Lord through that and through like the men that the Lord placed in my life there. I ended up, you know, feeling a calling to ministry. And then I ended up working in camp ministry for four years. You know, like, man, those small decisions and just saying yes to going to summer camp could be a huge change in your life. You know, and I think just being able to, to be willing to take that step and go, what could be a huge game changer for you. So I would say, yeah, absolutely. Go to summer camp and then learn a sport, <laughs> learn an instrument. I don't know. Do, but do whatever makes you happy. You know, like yeah. don't try to force yourself to learn how to play the flute or the piano <laughs> or anything, you know, like don't force yourself to get on a soccer field or a football field. Angrily but, play saxophone. yeah i would say man like but try things out like that's the biggest thing you know like you don't have to master an instrument you don't have to master a sport you don't have to go work at a summer camp eventually but try something once you know because you never know until you try you never know what like what doors could open up to things for you until you actually give it a shot so it's true all right so this one says where do i go from here I've reached a somewhat comfortable state in my life. However, I feel like I'm not doing all I can do. I want to make something more in my life. I like, I want to make music, but I feel like I'm just going to fail at it. It's like this with a lot of things in my life. I really want to aspire for something, but when I try to learn and don't do good at it, I just feel like I wasted my time and money with the fear of losing money. I don't buy things like a keyboard, not to mention Mm -hmm. I'll need to buy a car soon. I'm just kind of in a state of nothing. Like I'm like, I'm an NPC, a non-playable character. All I do is go through the motions of high school and sports without feeling like I'm doing anything with my youth and life. Mm, Well, the good news is you're in high school. Yes. That's that's the positive dope. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And whatever, whatever your username is, random Reddit user, I hope you're listening to this. I hope you watch and I hope whenever you launch out of your SoundCloud rapper career, you come find us because we're giving you a shout out here. Yeah. I'm going to give you a shout out on the podcast. On the music note, uh, I suggest steering from the SoundCloud side of things. <laughs> there's, there's affordable stuff out there to, to avoid that route. But uh, yeah, I mean, I understand the feeling when you're in high school, it feels like after you're out, that's it. <laughs> I, I, yeah. under, I can relate to that, but it's just, you know, at least you're uh, you're you're playing sports and you're you you're still in school. There's a lot of positive notes here, but uh, it's hard because I feel like you know when you're in that home life, you don't feel like you have much to do. And yeah. try the music. If you fell at it, that's fine. A lot of artists' first albums are trash, and those aren't the ones you hear that are the first ones they release. <laughs> those have been thrown away. Yeah. So yeah, it was really cool. I mean, I watched that Kanye documentary on Netflix when he was like a producer and then was trying to get his music in there, and people are just like, ah, oh, no, nah, like whatever, like it's just Kanye. And then now, like, you say Kanye around anybody, they know who Kanye is. Oh yeah, you, know? you can just and say so yay, like, and they're gonna know. Who oh he yeah, is. yeah, absolutely. And so that's. Yeah, the one really encouraging thing that I heard from that was I'm trying a lot of things. I've been doing a lot of things. Because just like our last our last topic was you don't know until you try, you know? And so I I do I do really understand and kind of empathize with the feeling like a jack of all trades but master of none. Uh, I think it can get really hard especially when you really start trying to invest, you know, in purchasing things and trying to get really serious in it. Um but man like how cool is it to say that you've dabbled in all of these things and have some experience in them too? 
Yeah. You know, like one of these days, something's going to click. Like one of these days, you're going to find something that really suits you and that you're really good at. And man, you may even, you know, make a name for yourself in that. So remember us when you get famous and you're welcome on the pod. <laughs> yeah. I mean, take this podcast as your, your, you know, sign. I mean, this is the first episode. We stepped out yeah, there dude. and we tried it. Uh, and we don't know if we're going to flop on our face or succeed. No clue, but we're having fun doing it, and that's what matters. And it's, we're going to wear a helmet. And we're going to wear a helmet. <laughs> I mean, and I've made music in the past before, and I figured it's not for me, but it wasn't because I didn't think I was doing okay. It's just I know that I don't want that lifestyle. And there's things you'll learn about yourself as you try new things. You'll figure out what you enjoy doing and what you don't enjoy doing, and that's the most important thing of all of it. Did you have a rap name? Uh, yes. Uh, I don't think I, I – <laughs> I need to know it. We can't be we can't intimately be co-hosts okay, okay, on a okay. podcast and I not hear your rap name. My rap name was Do Not Attempt. DNA. Yes. DNA. Yes. I, and my music DNA. is still out there. Yes. My music's on Spotify and everything. Oh man. Right. That wasn't a, it here was first. not a plug. <laughs> You've heard it here first. Oh man, my music! All major streaming platforms. It ranges so much. There's some music that's like soft and uplifting, and then the next one's a hard rap song. Really, you can tell I didn't have my sense of direction. But oh my gosh, man! Speaking of all major platforms, I'm gonna go ahead and give a plug for us. So hey, if you like what you're hearing so far, and the rest of this episode is music to your ears, no pun intended to DNA. Um, man, we really like come check us out. Small talk part of small world media uh spotify apple Podcasts, really anywhere that you stream uh your podcast give us a listen five star save favorite heart emoji whatever um yeah give us a follow and hopefully you know the rest of these episodes will be perfect for your morning commute your drive home uh your lunch break or just downtime that you got at the house we really love for you guys to join us so yep all right i think we got time for one more Let's do it. All right. So this is a short one, but it's it's kind of an odd situation or a tough situation, not odd. My friend is staying at my home rent free. Am I a bad person for asking for rent money from a friend after he had been staying at my home rent free for two months because of marital issues he is dealing with? He's doing a trial separation. He and his mm. wife have been having issues for almost a year now. Oof. Yeah. So one speaking from experience uh with having somebody just living in your home rent free like that already can develop issues you know like laundry mess dishes cooking food like you know if you get to the point where you're labeling stuff in the fridge like you need to be charging rent money <laughs> you know yeah um but in that like man i really do want to say like there i don't know if whoever you know sent this in or anything as a believer or not but man like as a believer there is there's a fine line that we try to have to we try to navigate right there's a line of like i really want to be a blessing to this person right like i want to help them out i want to encourage them i want to you know uplift them while they're down and then there's also another side of where it's just like man financial burden and i think accountability you know i think when people are staying somewhere that's not their place rent free and obviously you don't have to charge them an obscene amount of rent, but it's like when people are staying somewhere rent free, they tend to abuse the place that they're staying at. Yeah. You know, it kind of becomes mom and dad's house almost in a sense. It's like, they kind of like regress <laughs> to when they were living at home. 
And man, that's like, I get it. Like people that are having a hard time with their relationships and stuff. But I would, I would say like, if it, if it's become a burden on like your bills, like your water bill has gone up, your electricity has gone up, so on and so forth. And if they're, I mean, they're living there now, it's been two months, right? If they don't have a, if they're not foreseeing a moving out, you know, if they're still working on stuff, I would say it's kind of transitioned from, Hey, we want to bless you for a couple of weeks to you're now our live-in roommate. Yeah. <laughs> Get know? out of my house. No, like, no. Uh, no. Well, question, are they still bringing in income? That's a great question. Yeah, um, yeah true. If they are, then they have no reason not to be paying rent because yeah. I'm sure they were paying bills at their house, um, which, I mean, there's different situations. Maybe they weren't. But mm-hmm. also, it's even harder when the person you have staying with you is leaning towards a situation where they'd be depressed. I yeah. mean, it's hard yeah, when you're sure. in a separation and you don't know if you're going to get divorced. I think that has to bring some form of emotional trauma onto you, whether oh, yeah. it's major or not. Uh, that's a hard one, but yeah, you got to sit down tough. and have a conversation. Like, yeah. you don't necessarily have to just kick them to the curb immediately. Just you need to sit down and say, hey, what's your game plan? Can I help you create a game plan to help you get out of this situation? Yeah, and I think, you know, another another point of interest that we don't really know much about is like, what are they, how much weight are they pulling around the house too? Like, are they doing dishes? Are they doing laundry? Are they taking care of chores around the house too? That would really benefit you as well. You know, like that also, especially if they're out of work or aren't having any passive income or anything like that. Like, man, that would be also a good thing to kind of talk about as well. Yeah. Which I guess either way, this person seems like they're ready for them to be gone. Uh, They don't know how to tell them that. And that's, um, you know, that's something that's a case by case basis, and you just got to be in. And it's not even just this situation. If you have someone living in your home, and they need to be paying rent, or they need to find a situation that better suits them, it's just a conversation <laughs> that needs to be. Yeah, done. yeah, and so definitely in that, like, check your motives. You know, it's like, am I thinking about requesting rent because I want them, like, because we need it, because we need the help, like, we need the financial assistance. Or do I want to place a hardship on them so they'll move out? <laughs> or am <laughs> I know? looking just to profit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, and so, man, with that, like, yeah, do some do some soul searching there and be like, all right, what are my motives here? Is it a, like a two bedroom apartment or is it a mansion? <laughs> like, these are different things. Like, we all share a bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would understand. I would get it. Like, he's got the top bunk. Me and my wife are in the bottom bunk. <laughs> it's a very, very uncomfortable situation. <laughs> Oh, no, I don't even want to talk about what the implications that gets into. Um, All right. Well, this has been the first episode of Small Talk. I hope you have enjoyed it. Uh, Ronald, do you have anything you want to say to our people before we leave? No, yeah. We really hope you guys uh, enjoyed the episode today. Hopefully, we'll have many more to come. Uh, Some more good conversation, good discussion, and maybe some some harebrained uh, issues and, and topics that we'll cover as well. So, uh, let us know also, you know, if you guys, uh, want to submit a, uh, like a, a topic or some advice, where can they do that? Uh, so I want to tell you the email correctly just because this <laughs> is relatively new, but, uh, I believe it is small world media dot small talk at gmail.com. 
smallworldmedia.smalltalk at gmail.com. And if that is incorrect, I will, um, I'll correct it. But to make it simple, if you are a Spotify listener, we are going to attach a Q&A to this episode, if at all possible, where you can enter your question and we can address it. And once again, it's only something we see. And if you're not comfortable, we can, we'll look for more anonymous ways in the future, but you will not be mentioned name by name. But make sure if you do submit something you listen next week, comes out every Tuesday, that way you can hear your story, hear your advice, and we're here to talk with you. Yeah, and so I did find it. It is smalltalk.smallworldmedia. Sorry, I didn't. Uh, I didn't sorry, at gmail.com. I didn't make the email. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so all good. So it's smalltalk.smallworldmedia.gmail.com. Yep, at gmail. at gmail. All right. Uh, yep. Yeah, that's Austin. He is part of the Small, small World uh, <laughs> Media production crew. But anyway, it's been great to have you, and we will see you next week. Yeah, take it easy, guys.